Hey everybody, welcome to the newest episode. Uh, do the like and uh, five star rating and subscribing shit. Just do it for me, please. I don't feel like begging for it. I don't like it. Uh, I I spent all weekend. <coughs> excuse me. I spent all weekend in North Florida. So I'm a St. Petersburger. We're going to go with that. St. Petersburg, born and stayed, and uh, went up to visit my brother and uh, his wife, who bought a house in Gilchrist County, Florida. I added Florida because most of you, including myself, have never heard of Gilchrist County. I've lived in Florida my whole life. I've never heard of Gilchrist County. I got to say, it's very funny that, you know, Florida man is this whole thing, right? You know, I've grown up in Florida the whole time. And I walked into a quote-unquote pet store. It's not your ordinary pet store. I walked into a pet store wearing a t-shirt. It was a, had some loud colors on it. And my hair has grown out of control, like, you know, way out and bushy and curly. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say afro, but it's an afro. I don't know if that's culturally appropriate anymore, but if you need to know what my hair looks like, that's what it looks like. Uh, So I was wearing shorts and, uh, uh, what are they, slides? They're not flip-flops because they're not the thongs that go in between your toes because I don't like the toe-webbing contact or the slides. I think that's the proper term. So I walked into this pet store, and I got looked up and down like I'm a hippie. I got long hair, a loud T-shirt, shorts. Shorts is the biggest defense. And, and, and slides. And she went on to talk about why the Confederate flag was uh, necessary and a lot of other things. I'm going to work this into my stand-up because it's very funny. Um, She delivered a punchline that everyone in the pet store thought was the funniest thing in the world. And even my brother and his wife, my brother and my sister-in-law, uh laughed at, give a good courtesy chuckle to, but they give good courtesy chuckles to me too, so I mean, you know, they're a good comedy audience, that's, God bless them, you need, I need more of them, trust me, I, I felt like I bombed, but I watched the game film, and I just did okay, I didn't bomb, I did okay, uh, on an open mic the other week, but anyways, uh, Well, I'll go into it, but North Florida is way different than St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> like she looked at me like I was some liberal nut job who was gonna like I, I don't know what she thought I was gonna do, but I was clearly a degenerate. The funny thing is, liberals would also think I was a degenerate because, well, you know, I've got my problems. I think people should have freedom. Anyways. (laughs) 
both the red and the blue team are terrible, by the way. Just 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 saying, stop rooting for a football team and start believing in things. And then maybe not believing in people slash politicians, maybe believe in ideas and yourself. I don't know. Just a thought. It's probably bad. It's probably a bad thought. Anyways, especially before I talk to a Hayoka empath. So, (laughs) I wasn't sure how this was going to go. And Nicole Coleman, and I'll put the spelling uh, because it's not what you would suspect in a good way. I like it. Uh, she was a fun guest. She is the uh, author of a book called The Wisdom of the Penis SOS Manual. Yeah, Mom, this one might not be for you. Um, it was written about relationships and dating issues that we face. Uh, it talks about the media. It 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 is a very fascinating interview. I let her do most of the talking because she was fascinating. And you don't interrupt women, and you shouldn't. But we had a fun time, seriously. And she complimented me on my looks. By the way, we you guys don't have the cameras, but just trust me, I'm. Devastatingly handsome, clearly. <laughs> Sorry, was that a giveaway? I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, she was a lot of fun. She is a, uh, a beautiful woman and very smart. And uh, hey, enjoy it. And I'll see you after this interview is complete. All right, I am here with Nicole Coleman. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm a lot of things. I like that. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so am I. Uh, I, I. I told you before we went on, I spent the week, uh, my brother, uh, Not you're probably not familiar with Florida, but no. Florida has a lot of stereotypes, and I live in like the beach town of Florida, and I went up to North Florida, which is like the South, <laughs> where you live in the woods and you do horses and stuff like that. So it was very quiet. Like I live in a city where there's no quiet. Everything is constantly going and I got to relax my brain. Uh, so I'm in a good headspace, I think. Maybe. Nice. We'll, we'll see. Nice. <laughs> uh, so where, you're in Canada, correct? Presently, yes. Gotcha. Where I, I have no... I've been to Canada once, so I know nothing about Canada. Except for I, I like Canada. Everyone seems nice in Canada. But are you, like, in the frigid part of Canada or, like, the the city? Everything is frigid here in Canada, <laughs> including the people. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just pretending to be nice? Is that the game? That is the game, and that's why I don't really fit in, as you can tell. Well, yeah, I I would get you. You seem you seem like you would fit in. You seem very friendly <laughs> to me. Oh well, uh, I'm very direct, and you're very direct, and my heart is American, so that probably is why. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So now you, so just to start some backstory, you were a, a an athlete, 
ori- originally? Was that the? I have three international championships. Um, an international trainer, sports nutritionist. The sports nutritionist is something I delved in uh, on my own, uh, not schooling, in order to heal a couple of things that I found doctors were blank about. So that's almost 20 years. Um, a speaker, author of a book I think is so important right now. It's called The Wisdom of the Penis, SOS Manual, like sorely needed. We can talk about that if you like. Um, We'll get there. (laughs) And and here's the thing that strings everything together. I'm a Heyoke empath. Yes. Do you know what that is? Not at all. That was going to be, that was like the first question on my list. What is a (laughs) Heyoke empath? (laughs) Okay. A Heyoke empath is... There's Aoka empath, like people who are very empathic, so they feel energies. And then there's Aoka empath that are also psychic, and I'm the latter. And basically, think about um, think about the Wicked Witch of the West, who, when she had a mirror that would tell her everything she'd want to know. Mm. I'm I'm like the mirror in terms of whatever issues you may have wherever you are in the dark. Not quite like the Wicked Witch of the West mirror, because she's like. That guy was like on Prozac, like the way he spoke, I don't even know how she connected, but more like people all my life used to say, we got to go get a lottery. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're psychic. You know this, you know this. When when am I getting married? I kept having to say, I am not a fortune teller. Please, please, just like if you, but how did you know this and that? I said, because I can see or hear I get downloads of the sentences that more or less would have your DNA on it, which resonates with you when you hear it and unlocks the energies of pain, shame, and guilt. So you get all goosebumps, you get teary, you get all this light. And, or as with most men who I'm just, sometimes I'm in the gym and I'm like, you come here, big burly ass man. And he's like, like, what, what? And I'm like, you, come here, you know? And I'm like this little thing and sweat all loose. And he comes over to me. He's got a big stomach. And I'm like, and I always have to look over here. So if I'm looking over here, don't move the camera. This is where I receive my downloads. And I'd say some stuff. Right now, you're going through this, this, this. And it come up metaphorically. And he'd cry, this big world, he'd cry. And he took my face and he smashed it in his sternum, almost broke my nose. And the next thing is, you're my soulmate. I know you are. No, I'm not. Mm. But I'm very, very, like, I could cry, blessed, uh, honored, so privileged. When you get to see inside, inside a, a person's life, you, I can tell by your face that you, you have no idea of what I'm talking about because it's hard to do. But if you could sit behind my eyes and see how I see life and automatically get saturated by my experiences, you'd walk my way and you'd be able to communicate in a way the truth you would tell me would resonate because truth is man-made. So it's going to mm. resonate in the body if it belongs to you. That's a hey, okay, empath to put it concisely. Spooky as fuck. Uh, it's a, it, Don't choke. 
<laughs> I choke over my own words, but this You're was... You're so adorable, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> you know what makes you so good at what you do? You're immensely talented, by the way. Here's my first take on you. This is not my show, but if you will allow me. Please. I'm hoping for okay. this. <laughs> Somewhere with mother, you did not get enough attention uh, and, and dad where you're... It, 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 it grew a cloud of doubt over the gold that you are. You don't see yourself as gold. You don't see the gold because there's a darkness of a cloud and had to do with the mother. So it's almost like you are begging to have this just fucking confirmation. Yes, I am what I feel. I'm funny as fuck. You are a natural. I know. <laughs> No, I know, and all the blessed comedians have had, shall we say, colorful, shall we say, turbulent, sh shall we say, a lot in a short amount of time earlier on, have had those kind of lives, but it's their outlook that has made it, even though you don't like the fact that people going into your privacy i can see you don't like that but you, you let it roll because it's your show and i appreciate that but it's the fact that you're so humbled that that's why you're so good you 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 don't need to crack a joke you just assimilate things and trends and situations and you see the upside when it's totally upside down and you say very matter of fact and that's what's funny and that's how i know if you were a stand-up and you decided to just do that yes oh yeah <laughs> and i think you nailed like 99 percent the the one percent difference you you know you know what the pro and and you will probably say that absolutely sure my mom complimented me too much so that i'm like she's a liar so everything she said was so then it was so, a dad. Then it was a dad. No, 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 not not my dad either. He 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 come. But I assume since they compliment me so much, they're lying to overcompensate for how I. Ri <laughs> Does oh, that make sense? Intuition picking up. Yes. yes. And I think I. Okay, so in other words, what you picked up from that as a child is, I should. I'm going to doubt myself because why are they overdoing it? Exactly. They were do I perfect. have something missing? <laughs> like, am I lacking somewhere? Yeah, there's some kind of something. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That your instinct picked up so well. This is an overkill. I'm missing something. And so, yeah, I'm I'm now doubtful. I'm not sure. And, and that would be confirmed by the fact that you probably use the words try a lot. Um, because try admits doubt. Mm -hmm. And I think at some point, dude, you're, you're just going to dive in belly flop and all, and you're just, there's no try involved. Uh, there's no try involved. And you know what? Uh, you shared a couple of things uh, with me uh, on our just little back and forthness. And whenever you go through a heartache, heartbreak, the beauty of that is, 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 now I don't know the history of it. I don't know if the person was wacko, not to downput them. <laughs> I don't know if it was hurtful. It was just, you know, lost interest. If it was hurtful, then it really served your ass. Because 
if someone stings you where you are raw to the point where the heart actually breaks and I don't know that it was that severe and I'll tell you why but when someone hits you where they are callous like as if you're an enemy like even worse and and they don't even care if you live or die. I don't think that it was like that, that. But when, just so your audience knows and gains something from this, when someone, those that are listening, left you for dead, whether mentally ill or physically or financially, like it, it so blew you away that you almost died just from the thought that that could be done. The beauty in that is once you die and completely like, break the heart breaks open it also breaks open and spills all the poison mm. conditioning from family that put on you when you were born perfect with all this confidence and so now if you are wise enough or someone can direct you there to let the old self bury bury the old self pay homage to the old self you will never be like that again and this is what i mean diving belly flop into the water when someone breaks you if they break you completely and it snaps open the poison of all the other conditioning experiences and you let that die well now you are born new because you don't get zero fucks is like an understatement and you just have this liberty and freedom you're not held down to make sure their feelings aren't hurt and make sure their values are instilled in you because that's that's now disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> that you hit that on the head. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which which head? No, I'm kidding. Just, <laughs> both heads. Just because so what I wanted to say in this is that the reason I was bringing this up for you, Mr. Good Looking, who's a really actually kind of a little embarrassed of his good looks, so he likes to make it a little gruffy because all that attention, it would like you don't know what to do with it yet because you don't have your boundaries set yet, but you will. When the real woman, not the karmic who was here to teach you and to break you in a certain way, but you'll know the woman is real and you'll know she's with you because you'll be able to look in the eyes of the woman you love and she will reflect all that you can do back to you for no man knows the power of, of capabilities that he has what he can reach and everything that he's about until he looks into the eyes of the woman he loves and she reflects it back to him once you know who you are nothing can fuck with you nothing i rest my balls take the floor no, that's great. And and you know what's funny is I've seen I mean, I told you this 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 past weekend until an hour before we started talking, I was up in North Florida in the woods and and uh I was with my brother and his wife and my dad and mom were there. Uh and it was the five of us and a few times I noticed just the gaze that they that they had and I thought it was weird, but I think you kind of just Explained it to me. Are you talking gaze towards you or gaze no, no, towards, each towards each other? They make eye contact and there'd just be some magic. And yes, I'd be like, he's, he, she's feeding him. She's feeding him. It, it was great, except for for me, I'm like, 
This is weird. I wish I had but someone you see, here. <laughs> but you see how you pay attention to the subtleties? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I pay too much attention sometimes to the subtleties. Um, why do you say too much? Uh, it distracts me sometimes from the present. I used to say... Well, that then you're talking about the past. You're not talking about subtleties. Because mm. subtleties keeps you in the present. When you're in love on a date in front of someone awesome and you notice that an eyelash fell on her cheek, you're in the present and nothing can touch you. You're in a state of awe. You're in a state of love or grace, whatever you want to call it. Thinking about the past issues, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. That will keep you scared because it's because it's keeping you in the past and the future it's making you scared that the past will repeat itself and the future is going to be like the past so you are not even here on the planet mm. you are sucked in by the lizard brain the reptile brain is the part of our brain in the back that sucks us into our vortex every time we get triggered by a person and we're not really screaming at them we're screaming at something that happened to us a few days ago a few months ago maybe years ago mm. and so nobody's living right now unless they're very super aware that's extremely insightful i've never well that's a hayoka empath thing that's why the um and for those that are listening thinking oh my god i gotta get in front of this woman you can Feel free to just go to my site, NicoleColeman.com. I have devised a couple of interesting games to get inside you and take out the thorn. Now, you notice, Mike, when you go to a therapist or a counselor, and they're hilarious to even interview, actually. They're always the ones with the most fucked up lives. But that's okay. I, mm -hmm. I, 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 my mom even used to say that, and I'm like, what do you mean, Mom? And now, you know, I can see where that plays because they had a drive and a, and a yearning to, to learn how to get out of where they're, they're at. But what I can see, and I, a whole Hayoka's job is, the blessing is that you receive downloads on trends happening, life and love, and in particular with me, current dating and relationship dynamics today which we could talk about that in a bit. But mm -hmm. so do you notice that when you're with a counselor or God forbid a psychiatrist that can only work with you with drugs, because he's obviously with the 13 certificates behind them, not <laughs> confident enough to just talk. You need to get the fucking drugs, fuck up your whole nervous system. Anyway, because each drug makes you reliable on another couple of drugs and, and it yes. malfunctions. Yeah, so we I've know been that. down that path a little bit. I, and I, I won't ever why, again. That's why, that's why I'm, I'm without being forward. I didn't want to give away your privacy. I know. That's why I'm talking about it. Uh. Here's the key. Here's the key. When you're sitting there and you're listening, and I praise you, Mike, for searching. That I mean, if you would have known me, you wouldn't have bothered. You would have come right to me. But at that point, that's fine. So you go to learn. When you hear intellectually things that make sense as to a pattern, which first thing is they put you in a template. Oh, abusive father, alcoholic mother, or stripper dad, or cross-dresser, or whatever, right? You're in a category. So it's never tailor-made to use an individual. And that's where labels suck you in, and then you think you're this. 
and you never find your answers because your answers aren't the majority of the people's answers. They're uniquely yours, Mike. So when you hear all this intellectual data of patterns and it makes sense, do you notice that even though you understand and you're going, yes, huh, never thought that, that makes sense, that the energy of shame or frustration or guilt, the feeling doesn't go anywhere. You That's because the understanding it has nothing to do in the feeling domain at all. But if you and I talk and you say, I have an issue with women, it's this, this, that. And I, and I say, well, I see that this, this, that, this, this, that. As soon as it hits you, what will happen is your body will respond to indicate that that truth is receptive to unlock the energies. So you'll get chills, you, you know, you'll, you'll go, oh, you'll get excited, you look 15 years younger, but you have a baby <laughs> face anyway, you don't have to worry about it. But um, um, so that's the first dilemma that, and especially, I'm not knocking all of them. I know there is knowledge to be found and people are a lot better off, but I'll tell you flat out, 12 step program meant to get you dependent on other shit. I don't even want to even go there, but you know, mm -hmm. it's like whenever you live with, I'm going to let out my hair just to be wild. I'm just like, whenever you live uh, with an, uh, an, an, an addictive person, a person with an addiction, that person who is normal will then turn unnormal because first of all, first of all, tolering, toleration is a sickness. Mm. Toleration, a normal person would not put up. So that's the first thing. So then if toleration is a sickness, the coping uh, of the person who is not the um, person who is on addiction, the norm, the person who does not have um, an addiction, they now will have to do something to cope with the person's addiction because it's not normal. Right. And that will be an addiction. Oh. So oh. I'll give you an example. Let's say uh, there's a guy who's 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 a player. And he cheats on a girl and everything like that. And he has an addiction with porn, like really gross porn, okay? Um, every porn will take your frequency down in a low way, which is a whole other topic. But let's say it's really gross porn, like let's say it's incest porn. Mm. And then they always have fights about it. She may then develop, she wants to know that there's not going to be fights like at least for one, three days, she'll start checking her horoscope. Let's make sure everything's okay. Okay. Oh, no, it says something. There's a storm brewing. And so then she'll check it again. She'll check it again just to make sure she's prepared. Because the, sh the first shock, she didn't handle well. You don't ever handle well shock. That's why tolerating anyone that is sick is a sickness more than the person who is sick. That's now how, and I'm not in this situation to my knowledge. I might be the person who's sick to some family members, but <laughs> but, but how 
how do you deal with that? Do you cut them out? Do you just straight talk them, tell them to fix their shit? You, you, or uh, you, you know what you, I mean? You have to really... You have to really weigh the value of this person in your life. Mm. Like, what are they bringing to the table? Are they bringing peanuts? Because you know you're bringing gold. Are they bringing peanuts? What are their values? How are they as a person? Because you're going to mesh with them just like we end up looking like our dog. Mm. Their energies are going to be yours. Do you understand? They're Mm -hmm. lazy as fuck. They're going to encourage you to just take it easy. In other words... If it's a true match and this person got kidnapped and they put drugs into him and they developed a habit and you're like, I don't care what it takes in my life. I'm going to just I'm going to have to live with this fear that at any moment this person can be retriggered because at any moment, a person with an addiction will always be triggered at any moment. Once you break into a dark world, you have a portal that is opening. That's a dark energy. Hmm. So. Most people that don't have a true love like that, that is actually bringing a lot of value to you and was just like, it was just a bad circumstance. It wasn't their carelessness um, uh, or weakness because those kind of people have to drag you down. They're not into surviving. They're about push you to get up because there's nothing inside. Straight cut off would be the best thing. You can't tell a person who is broken to fix themselves. You can only direct them to, with a lot of money, go on programs. But you will always have to look behind your back. Mm. And a part of you is always not going to be free to focus all on yourself, thinking that other person is whole, because you'll have one eye out of your ears saying, are they in a bad mood, you know, What's happening in the world today? Is it going to draw them off, especially if they're eating all this pizza and shit because sugar actually coats the cell so the body can't recognize invaders? That is the worst thing to have during this pandemic. Like I would tell everybody, get a fucking juicer. Do not go order fucking pizza because sugar and fried foods and especially sugar. This is why diabetics are most in danger of infections because Mm -hmm. the body can't recognize that infection entered because sugar coats the cells and they can't protect the body they they can't they can't recognize an invader that makes me happy i started keto a couple months ago because the sugar's for you that's awesome that's awesome right at the right time (laughs) so um let's let's jump to your book the wisdom of the penis sos manual the title alone cracks me up obviously Obviously. Do you know what's really interesting is I showed this. When I had a rough draft, I showed it to uh, a dental hygienist. She was in her 50s or something. And she said, it's called what? I said, it's called the wisdom of the penis. And she goes, how many pages? And I go, 500. And she says, is it all blank? I said, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna... great, Mark. That's a great idea, isn't it? I was... That I was going to say, from my experience, the wisdom's up here. There's none down there. That's the bad decision maker. Actually, once I release the wisdom of the penis, no one will disagree with the truth that I'm about to say. It's just nobody sees it. And that's not going to be here today, right now, but in the near future. 
I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I wrote this book. Um, yeah. Being an athlete and also career-oriented, I stumbled on something. I had insight into something years ago. The book took like 12 years to write and four years to edit. And it's a fun book because it's all written in slang. So my dentist read it and he's like, wow, there's a lot of wisdom and insight, but I don't understand why you break up the sentences with all these D's. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, there's all these capital D's in between paragraphs and some sentences. I, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, tilt your head. Is that a capital D with a, with a semicolon? That's a smiley face, you dumbass. That's what that is. You didn't look at the glossary. I have a glossary with all the emoticons. So the point is, it's written It's written with a lot of flavor and texture. It's written in slang. It's going to take you back to when you're 16, 17. And mm. I wrote it purposely that way, first of all, because that energy that we had at that time is what we need now. And at that time is when... Things from the family and that already polluted the way you are started to blossom with your relationships and or embarrassing events started to form your personality. So a lot of the places where we got stuck there, that stuckness and that mentality is picking our choices and scenarios and people. So I take people back there so that it can dawn on them when and what happened. I took a lot of scenarios and you'd be surprised like from our generation to 15 years old 15 year olds now or 10 years ago and I still have them connecting with me it's hilarious one of them has named a child after me I'm like oh she was <laughs> 14 when I met her my god where am I okay I've frozen time okay so the bottom line is you go back there and you see that the same the same situation what happened with us at that time is still going on so I'm like like guys need to understand when we go to the movies and we're about to make out don't take our hand like and force it down there we know where your dick is located okay we don't need directions we know where it is. We've studied anatomy like that. Like, <laughs> that shit, right? We both pee and, from the same vicinity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so little things like that. I mean, like that even happened in my mom's time. So, mm. I started seeing all the all the patterns, and I was able to put the download that I received about what's going on with guys and girls in that book. And here's what it is: it's a fitness error. Every, I want to say every bitch, but bitch stands for babe in total control of herself. So every bitch practically is fitness oriented, included. And every other girl is a boss or an entrepreneur or trying to build something, right? It's a whole other breed of women because now when you go out on a date, you're not actually sure as a guy, do I open the car door or is she going to think that I think She's weak because she's like head of a bank. She uh, runs this whole like martial <laughs> arts studio and she's like a martial artist like champion. And she, oh, and then she just smashed the 10K. I don't even know. She works out in the gym. She could actually hurt me. Like, I don't know. Do I open the car door? Do I offer my seat or do I not? Meanwhile, we're looking at you thinking 
why are you so slow? So there is such uh, uh, um, uh, uh, fuckery thing going on that's not fair for the guys. And I originally was inspired to write it for guys. A guy in the gym when he 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 was seventeen, he passed by me, and he had a humongous pimple there. And I'm like, "Yo, dude!" And he's like, "What?" And I'm like. That pimple, oh my God, that's a girlfriend issue pimple. If I have ever seen one, he's like, oh my God, how did you know, right? And we start talking about it and he goes, how did you? And then he just stopped and he went, oh my God, if you talk, like a thousand men are going to come. And that's what inspired me to write the book. Then I got speaking engagements, everything like that. Actually, it was first the speaking engagement and then the ladies were like, where's the book? Where's the book? And I'm like, book, what book? Write it. And my clients, you know, like, you need to write the book. The world is waiting for your wisdom. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I don't even speak English well. It's not even my first language. So a lot of these things started to happen. So the fact that this confusion is going on, and not only that, guys are so intimidated now to even say, mm. oh, my God, your face just light up. Never mind my whole dick, but my whole life. Like your face just like you're beaming. I feel good off you. They're they're so they don't know if that's too intrusive or get slapped or punched or martial arts whatever, and the bad thing about that is that it parts the ways for the narcs, for the ghosters, ghost riders, manipulate and all the good solid guys like you might be like ah, I don't want to hurt a f- I don't know my I mm. and then There's- the real women who might be interested in you are like. Why is he so like unsure of himself? That's how that is perceived. So here's here's the botchery thing that is going on. I try to say it without so much emotion, but it's hard because it's you're, so fucked up. You're doing so, a great job. You're hitting my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am penetrating you. Okay, that's good for change. Is trying has been trying to convince the girls that in that in order to be like if we were confident and we should show guys we're in charge. So we should walk up to the guy, you know, vagina smudge in his face. Meanwhile, we're walking over thinking, will he like me? Won't he have all that self issue going on as if we don't already have and say, hi, Mike, my name is Nicole. You know, there's this party. You know, would you like to come? And then meanwhile, I, you know, I don't know about your sex ed class, but in mine, I don't remember ever that the egg put on her running shoes and run after 50 billion sperm. <laughs> like, dude, the sperm run after the egg, and my whole book is re- is relatable to the scientific proof in the body. That's why it makes so much sense. But so I don't know why we're doing all the work walking up to the guy. Will he call? Won't he? I don't think he liked me. I don't. When we have the goods. You know, it's not like we're walking up to a squirrel. You're a guy. You have a dick. We have the vagina. It's, you know, it's like, it's a very simple thing. It's like, there's a guy, there's a girl. You know, a guy has one part, girl has another part. And, and, and it, and it, and it goes together. It fits. It's not like the guy's dick is in the shape of a staircase. And we have to like twist it and maneuver it. Hopefully, not break it in the process. I mean, if it's shaped like a staircase, I'd be cautious. No, that'd be kind of do some heavy duty work. But I mean, it just fits in nicely. But when they do this role reversal, in order to make girls, women think they need to be in charge, when they were already in charge, so it just like and and they're saying 
equal. Okay, so let's talk about this equal schmequal. So equal in the career, yes, of course, because a lot of women are super intuitive and super intellectual. They'll actually do things in a more magical way and maybe mm-hmm. instinctively better than a man, but a man's got other gifts and things like that. But when you take that equal business and it overspills into the romantic arena and you are now leveling out the playing field, like I don't know what guy wants to level out the hills and valleys. Like I'm telling you, that is a sweet spot. You do not want to level out the hills and valleys. So now we are, instead of being ahead in the romantic arena where a guy has to look and strategize is like, she's like a real tough one to get into like and i don't mean like physically i'm like i don't even know how i get in her head she's got barbed wires over barbed wires like oh and she's psychic fuck let me just die i'm not even gonna try oh but i can't i I gotta just watch her and study all the fun that goes into climbing your mount everest with two peaks Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it, it it just like goes and so now, instead in the romantic arena, it's equal. So we are actually, when we were here, being demoted to equal, like two soldiers. You do me, I do you. There's no romantic spark. I do you, you do me. That's like, that's a soldier. And you know what? And then they also said, well, the women need to be in charge because... They need to understand that it's feminism. Oh my God. When a woman doesn't get paid well, that's not feminism. That's humanism. When they put, insert the word feminist, feminism, they separate us from our counterpart, make the girls feel they're on this isolated little defensive island. Now every guy's a dick. Every guy, you know, unless you're jumping onto feminism, what guy wants to study feminism? Here, I'm going to cut off my dick. Just take it and have it as a sandwich because I can't work this way. No, like, for, for, I'm sorry to be so graphic, but... No, uh, I, you're doing you great. Like graphic. No, this is good. So back to our salami sandwich. Oh, yeah. So here, so now, the the so they're brainwashing the women into thinking that they're standing for feminism but what they've really done is put a dress on a tank because a tank comes with force and feminism is feminine energy. Let me tell you what that is. That's a passive alluring as fuck energy. You know what is confidence for me? If you and I were in this beautiful big place that was like with all media people and there was like a party, that'd be something you and I would be in. You were in your tux and I was in something other, you know, with war paint on like Hayoka Empress here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I look very different with my war paint on. And and I saw you check me out. <clears throat> Do you know how difficult it would be for me? Because you are an attractive guy. Let's right. say... <laughs> the hair was cut. Yeah, the body was the a little more hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I see you as hot. For a girl to look in the eye of a guy she's really attracted to for more than a second is hard to do. That's where our balls that are invisible actually do come to play. These girls that think that 
they are being brave badasses walking up to guy hey do you want here's my number that takes nothing because you've got what he wants but to be vulnerable to look at a guy like we're talking one two three four five really shows him you like oh and then we need to smile to show him we're not the enemy right mm, he yeah, knows sure, everything <laughs> yeah yeah he's getting exactly getting dry and foaming at the mouth whatever <laughs> but the bot but the bottom line is that that to actually look and to be like our heart and our soul is naked like i really like you do you think he's not do you think you're not gonna walk you're gonna fucking run. You're like, here, take my glass. It's gonna drop. You're not gonna see the trays there, and you're just gonna walk, probably trip. I'll laugh, and 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 that's it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Let's say you and I were an item, and you came home, and you were so pissed off because something happened. Mm. And you, what, what do you think when I, when you enter the house? I'm gonna ask you to let's sit and talk it over, pros and cons. No, Mike. I'm going to slowly unbutton my blouse. My huge things are going to pop out. You're going to like <laughs> drop to your knees. I'm going to sit on you and rotate. And you're not going to remember, never mind your last name, but what the fuck was I mad about? Because you're going to inhale heaven. Okay, that's all. <laughs> and so now with all this, the, the feminine energy is a very captivating, magical web this is what law of attraction is. Now, it is pampering energy. It's about the senses. The, a girl that's in her feminine energy loves pretty things, loves good smells, loves soft things, hard things at times, yeah, and loves things that taste good, that sounds good. You know, she's all about beauty, and when her heart's filled with that beauty, she overspills with this joy and you get showered with that shit. And that revives you. And then because she's over like that with joy and she's very relaxed, she's her juices are flowing, she's always in that sensual mood. So when girls today who are fitness oriented and business oriented, which is a masculine energy because that's about being competitive and logical, strategical, sacrificial, responsible, when we forget to leave our balls at the gym or at the boardroom at the on the court and then we take it home to our guy last we checked i don't know it was a masculine energy two similar energies repel and it will force the guy to be passive mm. because only opposites attract even genders whatever a masculine energy more forward and a more shy reserved energy only vibe attaches its ass to the misery likes misery but in our world of dynamics of romance only opposite energies attract so what that forces the guy is to be passive as fuck. He, he doesn't end up making plans, initiating this, or initiating that. He gets in this this kind of receiving mode because he wants to just let her do her thing because he loves her. And she's in her brain, can't get out of her head. He's like, just relax. She's like, I can't. Now, statistically speaking, and all your people can just Google this, the women today three times more than men are on antidepressants and anxiety pills. Why? Because they're predominantly a masculine energy because they have disconnected from their feminine energy because a masculine energy rules with the brain. So when you are having a personal issue with a guy that's a dick, 
that lady's brain will have her challenge herself to put up with them. She'll say something like, you've handled worse than this, Nicole. Fine, he's got an addiction. You can do it. You just, you're going to help him. You're going to fix him. Mm. Oh, there goes your life. And so, and her, her, her mind, because a strong mind does two things. It begs for challenges and it needs to fight because it needs to win. Yeah. So number one, when she's having an argument with you, she'll say, I think you should do this or we should do it. And if she ends up winning that over you, she's lost. Hmm. Because she can no longer look up to you. That's because the women of today don't know the language of how to speak to a man. Because if you look at a couple, Mike, if you see a guy saying to his wife or beauty or girlfriend or whatever, what do you think, hon? You know he's a passive one. And she makes all the decisions. Mm. If you see him saying, how do you feel about that, sweetheart? You know that he cherishes her feelings. Because here's the other problem. When you've got a passive guy like that, he is starting to get over uh, drowning in his emotions. So he may need pot. He may need alcohol. He may feel, he for sure will feel insecure in himself because he's no longer anchored to his logic. He's not grounded in his nuts. His dick is not like a lighthouse in the stormy seas. It's broken. Okay? So he's, he's like flapping in the wind, like his useless dick. You know, just to call it for what it is. Oh, like the, I've experienced I, that. I, 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 know, I know. I've got a headache or something because he's overly emotional because he's disconnected from a masculine energy because a masculine energy will always pull in a, uh, uh, a feminine energy of a guy will only pull in a masculine energy of a woman who chooses him. See, a leader hmm. will not let a woman pick him. A leader will select who he wants. He will not be the prime choice of anybody. It might be fun. He might. And that's the other thing. The girl that chooses the guy Although it could be flattering, because now guys, like, as soon as you get used to girls coming up to you, it's like snips you in half down there because that's your initiative, your drive, your whole risk. Now guys are scared, you know? Well, your nuts aren't going to roll out the door. I said to, I have a young adult, he's like, what if she says no? Yeah, the word, the word N, and then O, oh, that one? Is that no? Is that what we're... We're, we're debating here. Yeah. That's not the bad N-word. That's not the bad N-word. Yeah, true. You're so good. You're so good. See what I mean? Um, but I tell all my guys, I'm like, dudes, you got a penis. It points for a reason. Go get the friggin' girl. Because what happens is you, when a girl is the chaser, the masculine energy, she will only be pulled to a feminine energy guy, which is someone she most likely has to fix. Okay, he will then be too clingy. Uh, uh, she may have an affair because she's tired and too depleted of always putting the spotlight on you. And you're used to her doing that. And so you don't have the emotional callous to actually be there for her because you're like, when she has a bad day on her period, you're like, you know, just get over it, drop it, shake it off. She doesn't have someone to be nurturing because you're no longer in that strong anchored place she now knows she can't be vulnerable and that's where affairs happen the other thing is women like this 
who do the chase are the same women who usually say, do you want to get married? I'm so in love with you. You're in love with me, yeah? 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 Like, you're, 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 like, like, you cannot say no. By default, you have to say yes or forget the sex, forget the vagina, mm. forget the relationship. So what happens is later on when you marry her, you get in, in, um, in a relationship with that girl, and there's a falling out. You're like, or you're even married to her and it just gets stale. Because you're like, I don't know why. Why is it so different? So you're talking to your buddies and everything. And they're like, you love her, man, right? And then someone says that question and you're like, mm, yeah. Okay, but when I, <laughs> when, I said I, when I said I loved her, it was kind of like, well, she, she said, don't you? It was kind of like automatic, but did I? See, most women don't understand when they go on a date with a guy, he's not present. There's way too many heads to deal with. When a guy falls <laughs> in love with a girl, it's when he's no when he's when he's out of reach with her. That's when he thinks about her humor, her face, her smells, her shyness, her boldness. And so if a girl doesn't give head one a chance to reach head two and meet in the heart zone, meaning the guy had a mental decision and he just decided one day and said, oh my God, I think I'm in love with her. Oh fuck, I am, I am. Oh, this is bad, this is bad. I gotta call Jerry, I gotta talk about this with the guy, he's gotta shake me out of it, you know. <laughs> when a guy has something that deep, it's for life. Mm. Because you see, guys don't fall in love through their dick. That's why they can fuck around and not get attached unless they're overly emotional and they're a different energy. But the women can't fuck around a lot and not get attached unless they are a fuck buddy and only do them once. If they do that same fuck buddy, 30 days, I guarantee you at this point, I text him and three minutes ago, why did he text me back? Oh, he's now talking to your friend who looks like Dracula to you because she's sucking all the life out and you didn't care. And you give him attitude and he's like, you know, I didn't sign up for anything more. We're just like, fuck buddy. I don't know why you're getting so pissed yeah, off about well, Why are you getting so attached? We set boundaries. <laughs> That's right. Because oxytocin knows no boundaries. Well, That's and a hormone that releases in a woman a lot more than in a guy. That's a That's a trusting... Blue, that's a blue. Like if we can market that and give it to all the politicians, our world would be just dandy. The thing is, that is, like you can. We could also just poison them all. That would probably end up better too. Yeah, well, <laughs> true, true, true. I didn't say that, Secret Service. Yes, yes, but but the thing is, that's just um, that's a hormone, and so women are designed in a way that. They take away their power when they just give it. And now the media is trying to make the women just throw it. And this is why their women are shooting themselves in the face because the whole law of attraction works with a feminine energy. So now they're stuck in their head more. Today more than ever. You hear this all the time as a woman. I don't. I have a hard time putting myself first, and I've just gone through hell and all these relationships because I, I didn't know how to just think about myself because all I wanted to do was be his nurse, 
his shrink, his accountant, his everything. And a guy, once you're everything, you're not his love. Because a guy wants that mystical creature. That's what he can't have enough of. He, the accountant, the shrink, the this, the teacher, that's like mummyville. And now, so guys are saying to the women, oh, you hurt my feeling. To which I would respond, dude, you're not four, and I'm not your mommy. So things are getting very fucked. Guys are just, the guys are getting weaker as a guy, and the narcissists are taking over. The women are losing their natural divine birthright of a feminine energy, which is magnet. It's the muscle of magnetizing a guy to you, which is law of attraction. So they can be meditating all the fuck that they want, but if their brain tells them that they have to work for it, because that's built in as a child, and they're not connected to their feminine energy that allows them and permits them to have life easy, gifts, be you can always recognize a masculine woman. She can't take a compliment. She, mm. when, she doesn't take bath, it's too much time. Uh, she showers in 3.2 seconds. Um, if you give her a gift, she has to top it. She will never ask you for money. She'd rather like live on the street. It, 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 it's just asking for help Showing feelings is a sign of weakness when for a feminine energy girl It is a sign a real woman versus a strong woman a Strong woman will suffer in silence a real woman will dive into her pain and cry the fuck it out She knows it's toxic tears. She's all, all she's having is a rinse cycle. She'll be nice and fluffy right after she cries that's uh and, and we can take a, a quick break in just a minute, but that's, I feel like, that's almost like a real man, to an extent. A real man can can admit that they cry. There yeah. are still men that don't admit that they cry. But you, see, but, but you see, the men who don't admit that they cry are the ones that are over-emotional. It is the most beautiful thing to see... A man who doesn't cry easily fucking break down because I thought he'll never see this woman again. But guy who cries over everything, that's just like too much. He's not in a in a a man who cries oh a man who cries over beautiful things a lot is a man who's wounded. He's been in a lot of pain. He's hypersensitive to the pains of life. Same with the female. You know, um, my clients used to say, every time I give you a gift, you cry. Why are you crying, Nicole? They didn't understand that in the ability of whatever it is that I have, I I can see a man get out of a car that's at least 100, feel his whole fucking life, everything he's gone through, and just see him come out and cry. It makes no sense. I never, when I was in New York for school, I was walking, and all of a sudden I was like, and then I had a flood of tears, and I didn't know why. And I walked hmm. at the end of the block, and around the corner was um, a march of vets with missing limbs and asking for the rights and a lot of pain. Hmm. Well, that's what I was feeling a block over. Now, is... is uh... Listen, it's a bitch being a hayoka. Because I was, I was like, just going to say, how oh, much of a pain in the ass is it? <laughs> it, it, it it's a good question, because... If I was training you, this is another thing I found out. One day I woke up and my groin, uh, like I step out of bed and I'm like, whoa, what? There was no one in my bed. I'm not with anyone. What the hell happened? I didn't even train this week. I took a break. And then 
as the day wore, and this was so, I was lucky it happened. At the last client of the day, I saw him, the hockey player, and he did a pretty good uh, workout. And he says, oh, I'm so grateful I was able to play today. And I said, oh, why, did they cancel the game? He goes, no, I almost had to cancel because last night I pulled out my groin in a practice session. I said, where, on the right side? He says, exactly. Oh, I said, I have that now. That one? So I thought it was just a joke. But I'm telling you, Mike, earache. Oh, my God. Breast. Like, what? Like, toe. Like, knee. And, it, and I would have to call all my 15, 20 people, whatever, whoever I was doing, and always one of them within 24 to 48 hours would do that. And, be, and because then I went to L.A., I, one of my clients was some, woo, like, some psychic thing. And, and she said a lot of special things, especially because I have this beauty mark and in a special place. And, oh, every. 40,000 years, this and this happened, you, you've got this and this, and I'm like, I don't want to know anymore, please. And then she <laughs> says, you're going to have to put a Band-Aid around your belly button. You're going to have to cover your hole there. I go, well, thank God it's that one. Um, <laughs> and she's like, because you're sucking people's energies. And, and Into then I your said, belly button? Well, that's where it goes in. It, it doesn't go through your skin. It goes in. And it has so to have an orifice. Yeah. So where their afflicted uh, stuff is, it's like I clean it. I clean it. They don't have that injury. And I had this old, this Indian man in his early 60s, and he, and he said, let's do our walk today. I don't have time to do the training. I said, okay. And he says, you know, Nicole, something very strange when I'm with you. And I said, oh, my God, what is this? And I said, what? And he says, I've paid attention. I've stopped taking my medication. Like, I've got heart, blood. I don't feel sick when I'm with you. And then I remember used to have some part-time jobs. I'd have some bosses that were depressed as shit when I was in my early 20s. And the bosses would always say to me, you know, whenever I'm with you, I'm on antidepressants. Like, I don't take them. I don't feel depressed when you're near me. And I'm like, you, you, you don't. And then one, t one boss said to me, are you into Wicca? And I'm like, What's that, cat food? He, goes, no, that's... <laughs> he says, no, that's whiskers. He's Wicca, you know, like, do you conjure? And yeah, I, I said, oh, my God. I, no, I'm not into conjuring and making all these spells in order to make magic happen. I am magic. I am magic. <laughs> and then he kind of moved away from me. But it was really sweet. But, yeah, whenever I'd have boyfriends and something bad go in the car and, and in the front of the truck and he say sorry babe and he's over here at the engine I'm like it's nothing there it's over there in the corner he's like there's nothing there Nicole and I said it's over there in the corner and he'd go and all he'd do is touch a wire and the whole thing in the engine would start oh these beautiful things I've had a very you know what you don't tell a lot of people these things but Recently, I found out that, well, this is what it is. Like, you know, it's like finding my home. It's like finding that you have a twin and going, oh, you're part of my family. I, I, I didn't like to be called psychic by every other person. I said, that doesn't feel right. I don't feel it's that. I'm just intuitive. No, Nicole, it's not that. It's others. And, and, and after studying Kayoka with a lot of ancient abilities, let's just say that, and it's also known as uh, they call the Hayokas 
the uh, ancient clown. Sacred, sorry, sacred clown, because they're able to say things to break you open in a way of your pain or anger through humor, which I think is very cool. I think you do that too. No, I I try. <laughs> I try. No, that's I I I love this. Do you mind taking a brief break? Sure. And then we will continue because this is fascinating. Sure. All right. We're going to take a brief break. We will be right back. All right. We are back with Nicole Coleman. Hi, good to be back. So I just wanted to uh, add one very important thing before we continue with the health thing, because I've got something really juicy for you there. The the way the social media, the way the social media is confusing women, brainwashing women into thinking that they need to be strong when their feminine energy is the strongest in the galaxy that is what law of attraction is this is primarily why the women have will continue to have as far as i can see a hard time focusing on themselves and not overdoing it putting themselves last because when a woman is predominantly in a masculine energy she is in her head so this is why also a woman can't stop thinking about about a guy or an issue at work 24/7 because if you are predominantly a masculine energy masculine energy rules logic persistence competition protection being sacrificial mm-hmm. you know that you're a dad um so when a woman is predominantly that energy how could she put herself first that that doesn't even make sense because in the logic thing you know you can't you've got shit to do um in my book the wisdom of the penis uh sos manual it talks all about how to align yourself back and how to see the pitfalls you can recognize oh that's my scenario no wonder why oh domino effect i see that and you can get that on Amazon.ca. It's very easy to get. Um, you'll need a lot of highlighters, though. I'll just let you know. You'll be highlighting, giving it to your guy, giving it to your girl, whatever. Um, and the other thing about this book is it's written with the psychic ability inside, which means not to scare anyone. It's designed as your own private oracle, which means... On the second or third page, it says to you, it states, the book instructs you to ask, what am I in the dark about? What do I need to see right now that I can't see? And then you randomly open the book, look on the left where your left thumb is, where your heart thumb is, and start reading. Within a minute to two, you will probably drop the book, or scream, or a lot of the videos, and I put the latest one of a girl that just bought it randomly. She sent me the video. She just explodes. She laughs. Because she tried it on air. It was amazing. (laughs) She sent me the video. So 
I designed it that way with a lot of prayer. I didn't even know that it would happen. Uh, because as I started writing the book and I said things to guys, I would see a picture of a guy's face giving me an attitude or a question and I would answer it just sporadically. And so the book has been tested even with adults, even with young adults and the accuracy rate so far is a hundred percent. Now the reason why it was 99.9 one time when a girl told me that it didn't happen, uh, she says, well, I did it on my computer Mm. and, uh, and I said, uh, did you ask that question? That was instruction. She goes, no, I wanted to know a whole bunch of things. I said, well, it won't go that way. You, it's you got to ask it one thing. You got to ask, what am I in the dark about? Not just tell me where else I'm fucked up in my life. Like that's the whole book. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, so it outlines it really, really good. And for those of you that are thinking, you know, how do I get in front of you, Nicole? Like, do you handle one on one? I absolutely do. And when I handle one on one. And this brings me to part two. The interesting thing that I had with my clients where I could feel their injuries prompted me to delve deeply into their injuries. Not only did I develop something called connective tissue stretching, which bypasses all the physio people, even people that when I have pro athlete and their top pro physio people can help them, they come to me. So, and that's because my background in gymnastics and dance and as a personal trainer in a bodybuilding championship, that's why, plus it's very intuitive work. It's very good with that. But what it made me do is I realized every single energy you, every, every single injury you have, mental illness or health issue in the body, Mike, stems from one, one thought over and over again, just saturating yourself daily. It's in the back of your head. You're not conscious of it here. Replicating and manifesting as a particular injury. An injury can be a shoulder problem, knee problem, wisdom tooth, gangrene, glasses, hemorrhoids. Well, that means you've got a pain in your ass with someone around you. That's an easy one. But, you know, um, so I one of the things that is really cool when a person comes and sits in front of me and has an issue with his guy or his girl or life or themselves, is the first thing I do is I say to them, give me a list of three to four top things that you have going on. Uh, uh, yeah, pimples, you know, simple things for teens or carpal tunnel. And I will match it to the thought. Now, you ever notice people have knee surgeries and then, oh, it was the best doctors in the world, but they say, I have to have it again. Oh, I have to have it again. Because the root cause, which is the thought that replicated in a, in a feeling that created, I'll give you an example. Arthri- arthritis has to do with being critical of myself. People mm. who are highly critical have arthritic pain. Mm. The mothers that I, the mothers that have come to, I, I, yeah, like, I've memorized a lot of these because being in tune to people and whatever, there's a lot of stuff, but I get the same ones over and over again. And I'll give you an example. A lot of mothers that I get would have a thyroid issue. Okay. Thyroid is, 
is the throat chakra, which stands for talking. Right. Okay. The single thought pattern that is responsible for a thyroid issue is a thought, when is it ever going to be my turn? Like, I got to do this and I got to do the family. Like, I can never. And that is a mother's life. That is the majority of mother's life. Once I started addressing the thought and I had them flip it, like, I will never put myself last. And again, a masculine energy, a woman who is a career woman plus a mother, is going to have a sense of responsibility, not a sense of pampering herself until she has a fucking disease. Then it's like, oh, now, you see, body, I don't have to feel guilty. Mind, are you paying attention? I have to stop. This is what's happening behind the scenes. People aren't seeing. Mm. You know what the thought pattern for addiction is? Uh, probably not intentionally. <laughs> running, running away from the self, fear, just impenetrable fear. That was that's yeah. what addiction is for. Running away from yourself. People have adrenal issues, have isolation issues. That's the whole world now with the pandemic. And here's what that means: when you have an adrenal issue, you are extra emotional, Mike. You get winded, so you need a lot of caffeine. You don't sleep well. You are in fight or flight, so you are waiting for the other shoe to drop. You are also anticipating what can go wrong because the adrenals are the organs that were designed to deal on life with stress. These, that's it. When they're whipped, when they're flattened, when they've been traumatized or alcohol or too much sugar, but mostly trauma, and they don't function, that's what we use to hit stress back with. Well, then you have nothing to take to bounce off the stress coming to you. So you need sugar, you need alcohol, you need caffeine. Mm. But you, but because all those things go up and back down, and especially the sugar being flooded into the system, it crashes. You will start having mood disorders. You will start being known as a grumpola, a tight ass, someone that just has a, a chip on their shoulder. And really what they do is they just have an adrenals that are fucking fatigued and they're not taking the right supplements um, or they're not doing the right exercise or they're overly exercised and having Red Bull, Red Bull, Red uh, Bull. Yeah. That's whipping, whipping, whipping the adrenals. And, uh, and then they need things like Coke because at that point nothing will help you. And so... Coke meaning Coca-Cola or cocaine? No, no, cocaine. Okay. So, <laughs> I wanted to yeah, make sure yeah, we're yeah. on the same yeah, page. Stop scratching your nose, kidding. So the, thing is, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, now the whole world and what happens with this whole pandemic, uh, just to get a bit off cycle, this, this whole pandemic thing, it would be very advantageous to the situation of the pandemic pandemic to have everyone in a state of tremors bodily highly nervous and agitated so they can't think clearly mm. now now all the fear that's induced because we have to listen to how many people are dead and stuff like that will will fuck up the mind and the nervous system so now we're post uh, sympathetic system that is like a deer 
who's about who has deer like headlights at it when you are caught and about to die this is what happens in your body your sense of smell gets very sharp your heart goes very fast you're hearing because like that baby deer your eyes get dilated because you're looking you're about to die your ears are looking for every crackle in the branch because you know you're like stuck with lights the heart's going through the chest you're paralyzed this is why you can't eat because the vagal nerve from the brain circles all the organs so you have no appetite so the whole world is not going to be in a mood to eat good things it's going to want the things to calm it down which is pizza fried foods pot sugar caffeine or uh, you know other things <laughs> yeah sorry i missed that one and the other thing is at this point when the people's adrenals get so burnt out the only way they can jack him up is by fighting for someone hello all the causes in the world because mm. when you're angry you have power and it's a it's an up notch from being depressed and it feels and it's an up notch being in charge so you think but the anger you can fight on you know if you're fighting for your baby you cannot eat for fucking three days and you will have the strength of a of a gorilla yeah. so the way i i so this pandemic that's happened people saying everything that they're saying and i can't even tell you it's like embarrassing for me to just even say that i ran into a person i took a uh since i couldn't see my people hands on um i've developed it more now i took on some uh uh, uh job to help pe- the older people get their food and stuff like that so I, I was taking something to an elderly place and whatever, and I stopped the car just to look at the countryside. And there was a, a a really nice farm there, and there was a guy there, and I don't know, I was very pulled, and he was waving, and I was way on the street. I'm like, why is he waving? Okay, fine. So I went in, and and uh, I said, oh, and I and I walked up really close. We both walked up really close. He was American. I could tell he was not Canadian because they're very timid. And <laughs> we both. And then and then I said because I didn't want to be rude and I was in a professional way. I said, "Oh, let me step back because of the thing." He goes, "Oh, fuck that." I go, "What do you mean?" As if I don't know. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just that the information is a bit skewed. To put it bluntly. He said to me, this is a med school person. I never thought I'd read, and this is the only reason why I'm compelled to say this, because I would never hypothesize with my word on on a show. Sure. But I have to say that I met someone that was a med student from the U.S. in here doing visiting family, whatever. And he said to me, you know, three of my best friends are doctors. They're being paid uh, 19,000 American to say that the, the person in here has COVID. They're being paid 43,000 to put them on ventilators. Now, it's not to say it's not there, but why is no one focusing on the real deal? Because whatever put it out is still out there. It's not the fucking bat shit. It's not the bat shit. Hello. And um, for those of you that want my insights on tr- the, the current trend, like pandemic please also visit my site nicolecoleman.com i have a lot of blogs on how i see the covid and all the gifts it brings to us it's not about 
injecting us with more poison of which a virus and everything can acclimate to the environment of. It is about understanding that in terms of health, the first course of defense is your bacterial gut. You'll want things like mm. butyrate. You want good gut flora. You want probiotic. The second thing is people have got to know more about turkey tail. Turkey tail is a mushroom. It's one of the highest antiviral shit. No one should be without it. Astragalus is another one. Give you a lot of energy. Don't take that at night. But turkey tail, fuck yeah. And what is turkey tail? It's a mushroom. It's called turkey tail. And oh, it's specifically I... high core for viruses. The other thing is, although they say, oh, it doesn't do anything, is colloidal silver, at least 21 ppm. The other thing that will do a lot is just something simple. Nutritional yeast, which has a nutty mm -hmm. flavor that you can put over your apples, have it with a date because potassium raises your blood sugar in a good way. Um, and that with thiamine, uh, thiamine T1, benoformin is, is the type. T1, there, there's so many. And again, when I have someone one-on-one, -on -one, I do a whole blueprint. I have them check with their doctor. Most of the doctors won't know anything what I'm talking about. But it's very important that anybody listen, do not go off your medication, but I'm telling you right now, there is a supplement called berberine. Berberine stops those people that are insulin resistant, which means whenever they eat the insulin, it's shoved into your blood, uh, bloodstream and releases a lot of sugar. So diabetics have to be careful. Yeah. So they're on their drug, metformin or something, yeah, metformin, Berberine is more effective than more effective than metformin, mm. which means when you take it with an apple or you take two with a meal, your sugar doesn't dip. It doesn't dip because you're not inject. You, your body didn't just release a lot of insulin from the pancreas because a lot of people that have diabetes too have it from fear. The the thought pattern that is connected to what people subconsciously are saying to themselves that they don't know that they need to flip it to a positive with diabetes is there's there's only bitterness in life. There's no sweetness left in life. And so when I know that when someone's coming towards me with that is diabetic, of course I go over their food plan because that's what I work with. Um, but it's also, that tells me that they really had bitter shit and, and we have to look at it not just look at it and say, oh, yeah, that was bitter as fuck. We have to look at it and see it from the truth of a hawk. Because you ever notice, Mike, I don't know if you know much about the hawk or the eagle. It has a very interesting life. The hawk lives about 85, 75 years. But at, at the 40th year, it has to make a very serious ass difficult decision. Because at that point, the talons that are long and flexible has grown so far under, it can't catch its prey. And the beak that is so hard and strong has curved all the way under, it can't eat. Mm. The feathers are so heavy that it weighs the eagle down. So at this point on the 40th year, the eagle has to make a choice. Die or take itself to the highest mountain, sit on a nest, take itself on a slab of a rock, slam the beak on the rock, pluck the beak out, 
while he's waiting for the ble- the beak to grow, he has to rip out each falcon, each talon, pull back each of them. They're too long. <clears throat> and, he j- and he just has to sit there looking hideous. When the talons start to grow and the beak starts to grow, he has to pluck into his own body to pluck out each heavy old age feather so that new ones can grow. This transformation, I say, is for a lot of us that have gone through hell. It is at that point that the eagle majestically opens her wings and flight. Now, when that eagle flies, you will notice that when there is a storm, eagles love storms because they don't hide around like all the other birds and animals. What an eagle does is it lets the storm winds glide the eagle up high so it can coast above the storm. In that way, it overlooks the obstacles to see. It uses a storm for a benefit. And in that way, what I write about is all the hidden gems that the COVID is clearing, all the exposure, all the hidden shit, all the what it's making way for, which is the 5D, which is, you know, I was honored. I was on another uh, show and the girl was freaking out in a nice way. Uh, she wasn't subdued like you at all. She was freaking out. <laughs> oh, that's bang on. Oh my God, I feel like I've had a therapy and she was going crazy. You just said my whole life and these are questions from the audience. I'm like, yeah, but I'm looking at you. So I'm feeling your energy. She says, you are definitely the guru of the dating world. I said, actually, more, more precisely, I'm the guru of the 5D dating world. Because what I do is I help you learn how to read energies off a person so you don't have to think and be conditioned by, you see, because as long as you have bad shit inside you, which will be confirmed by injuries or health issues. As long as that's there, that's what's picking your choices because that vibe is attracting your scenarios and your type of woman. The Mm. fact that you, Mike, are doing something you really, really love is offsetting that a lot because this is bringing you joy. It's drowning out some shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, But what, what ends up happening is that it it will it will continue when you sit in front of another person that your reptile brain of fear or flight <clears throat> will be activated. And what that means is when you're conditioned in a feeling to just wait for the other shoe drop because you had four fantastic dates or you're really getting serious and it's like now it's got to happen, she's going to tell me she's married or some shit like that, which is I feel <laughs> kind of with you. <laughs> Excuse me. At that point, at that point, if you learn how to read an energy of a person to receive the energy, you're not operating from here, which is leading you from your your lizard brain of survival, of all the conditioning. You're picking up their energy, and you know immediately if it's clean, if it's a soulmate, if it's a false twin flame. If it's a karmic, which is just here to smash your heart into juice. Yeah. So 
It's about seeing the higher truth that resonates with you, unlocks your energies, which then you're accessible to receiving the energy of another person. As long as you've got shit inside you, you can't receive shit of goods. You, you can't actually read what someone's, you, you can't, you're too muddled, you, your water is mud. So when a bird flies over and it plops shit, you can't tell if you're filled with mud. You don't even know it's a vulture shitting on you because vulture has a very specific smell because you're muddled. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, I was just in North Florida and I saw vulture for the first time. <laughs> but... Uh, and you let me know if you need to run because I know I've kept yes, you over time just, just a few more minutes no I've already texted my next appointment we're good alright so so the 5D dating world so I'm trying to make the question as concise as possible but so you got a guy <laughs> like me who got in a relationship when online dating was only for ugly losers like who could not talk to other human beings <laughs> It was the way it was. There's no judgment passed on them, but but that's the way it was. And I get out of, I get divorced. I come out, and I'm not joking. I literally was talking to a girl at a bar. Things were going well, and she's like, "What dating apps are you on?" I said, "I don't do that shit." And she said, "That's sketchy," and left. And I'm like, I feel like if I was a I feel like if I was a mass murderer... Or, can, I, uh, can I interject something so you can learn something? Please, please, this? please, please. Pay attention to the words that come out of people's lips. Example, you have a close friend that... I'll get back to the girl. You have a close friend that's a guy. You're, you're hanging around with him bowling or golfing or whatever. And... And... Both of you see a hot girl with a guy. And he says, Oh, I don't I don't trust that I don't I don't trust that guy. He's not gonna be faithful, I could tell. He's 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 a he's a gamer. You know at this point that your buddy is a gamer. Hmm. Because he would not be able to recognize the energy and the subtleties of something that he's not already familiar with. So, Miss Sketchy is sketchy. <laughs> She's totally sketchy. And you are just shown divine favor, okay? I was forgiven. <laughs> oh, no. Divine favor means you were blessed not to be with her. Right. You were forgiven. You were you were rerouted. You you know what I mean? Because I avoided gonorrhea, maybe. Oh, chlamydia, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever those things is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 that's another thing. I just want to say that no one. I just talked to this about with my other twenty-nine-year-old client. No one. <clears throat> should ever enter a human being or have a human being enter them without insisting on every sexual transmitted disease blood work done. Mm. And you know what? That's not even the pure horror because the energy of that person, whether they were demented from a lot of people have trauma bonds with their ancestors 
passed on. It's called epigenetics. Okay, in other words, you could be married with a girl, a new girl, five years, and on the sixth year, she turns into a certain age. And at that point, the DNA of her ancestor at that age that was suicidal, and then she's suicidal for no reason. But if you could read energies, you would have known that five years earlier. Mm. It's something that your, your intellect cannot, your mind can never possibly see. It can gauge by the past. It can speculate. You notice when you ask your brain a question, it thinks about it. It, does, it, it you know, weighs the pros before it spits out an answer. But you notice when you ask your heart, that before you even finish the question, it has the answer for you. So that's where I come in with the 5D world because it's very interesting that at least before people were used to feeling things off each other meeting. Now they're doing things online and if a person is a good wordsmith, if a girl knows how to save, now, and, and I'll just say, even though you are a guy, I will say, and I'll just let, and there's many, many more secrets like this in my book, but I will give all of your fans this, and I hope ladies are listening, because this is very, and if you guys are listening, well, then I hope the girls got my book, or they're like. And buy the book, Jesus, too, yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. No, only because what most people don't understand is girls fall in love in one way guys fall in love in one way each is the initial part a guy falls in love first through his eyes through what he sees yep a girl falls in love first through what she hears mm -hmm. your words you say the right words in the right tone in the right way at the right time and it's open sesame words that's why it doesn't register to a female at all once they've bonded with their body because a girl doesn't she doesn't decide to fall in love like you do girls bond through the vagina they bond through the body they're stuck at that point you're fucked if you're bonded it doesn't matter how you can't separate because all that doesn't matter that is why later on when the guy's still like love you babe love you babe oh Babe, I just found your phone. Why you just this? This was like uh, the the person that was uh, giving our, us the back rub. Why are you say sending her an emoji? Go an emoji, a modicum, emoji. <laughs> Why did G you send her the eggplant emoji? <laughs> <laughs> yes, why did you send her the eggplant? Oh, fuck, that's hilarious. And so I actually have a picture of an eggplant with a thing like that. That's <laughs> It's a real one. Anyway, so it doesn't register to them, the girls. And he's like, oh, it's nothing. It, but it bothers them. But it doesn't register that when the actions are not here, they're here, and the words are here, that it's due to a deficit. It's due to a weakness on our part. It's just how we're made. And, um, and that's why I say to all my women, hear nothing. Their actions will never lie. Now, also, when a guy is saying something like, oh, I I don't feel like I deserve you, believe him that he doesn't. 
because he will subconsciously sabotage it because it's it's built in he's built that way or you know i don't want to be serious i don't want to have kids i don't want don't think you're going to be changing him in like three five years of like sex it's not going to fucking happen you know and if it does happen because you maneuver him or if it does happen because he's got pressure it's the foundation is not built solid so it's not a solid baseball diamond you know it's uneven ground it's just going to fall apart you know what i'm saying those are the divorces though when something is not based on solid foundation it will fall apart and that means the one person is completely whole he's not clingy or emotional or needs something that he didn't get from one of his parents and usually it's mother with guys and father with girls and um yeah and so the two will attract each other because the two have an opposite wound and they make one wounded couple and then the scab breaks off and it's gushing green and pus and yeah it's ugly it's a disaster it's a disaster <laughs> I uh I I know I've kept you way over the time we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I've got two minutes. Go ahead. So, so well, no, so so tell people, and maybe in the future we'll talk again on the podcast because this has been a lot of fun for me, and I, 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 I think, I, yeah, I'm an empath. I can tell that you've had fun too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell people, and I'll put the correct spelling of Nicole Coleman in the in the show notes and everything. But yeah. where can people yeah. find you, your book, and 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 please yes. promote yourself yes. for a minute here. <laughs> Thank you, NicoleColeman.com. That's N I C H O L E K O L M A N. And there, um, there's a and like I said. There's a lot of different ways that I can get into your blueprint in order to extract the energy of pain so that law of attraction can be received by you. Because as long as pain is there, pain makes us put up our hands and say, no, we don't want to be hurt. But the universe and the energy of the universe wanting to give with you will say, oh, not here. She doesn't want it. Oh, he doesn't want it. And so... That's why it happens with some people. Law of attraction doesn't happen with other people. And the other thing people don't understand is you need to get your vibration up. Do you know the fastest fucking way? Work the fuck up. Go and work out. And that's one of the things I've started doing on my virtual is workouts. I do workouts and at the end I do sessions. So it's like you get all, you work out the, the frustration and then we talk about the issues. I diagnose all the injuries with the thought. I also have this thing uh, where... I I find out your your favorite video game character or anime or, anime or fairy tale, <laughs> and that will give me the blueprint to your whole life, how it's been, who came in, who's here now, and what's going to happen. It is a key, a secret key, and I stumbled over this, and it's highly accurate, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you should have seen the guy who loved Popeye how it was hilarious he <laughs> had a uh, lot of spinach I assume yeah well no because <laughs> I told him you have a woman that's either way too heavy or way too skinny who's a nag and there's this big uh, gorilla or you always have some kind of big gangster 
there also guy next to you that's a friend but he's not he's kind of like take off at any time and your life has a lot of chaos and he says I'm a criminal lawyer and I always have this big bazooka and oh my god you know he went crazy but Amazon.ca uh, is with the book the wisdom of the penis.com and it's and on I'm sale now cool. right oh yeah yeah and I'm um, gonna buy it and you know what <laughs> it's a great gift if, if it's a girl buying it, buy it and highlight what you have to work on because it's going to it's going to explain to you how to inspire guys with mental telepathy in order to do what you need. Because as soon as you tell a guy what to do, because talking is logic, even if you say it nicely, it's going to come across like an order, like a command. So I teach you the other way. Yeah. And, and guys... The guys can just highlight all the shit that they need the, the girls to understand. And, uh, and at least that, we can go into the 5D realm uh, without the mental conditioning of the lizard brain. Because as soon as you get this yucky stuff out of you, you're receptive to receive. When you're receptive to receive, you can be plugged into learning how to read energies off people. And then no one can fuck with you because energies don't lie. Your body is a transmitter. That is what I'm doing. That is awesome. And, and Nicole, I had so much fun talking to you. And I was going to tell you an hour. Yeah, well, everybody keeps me on at least two. So, yeah, I don't think so. But okay, I, I'm going to go an hour and a half. But no, I'm glad that I can extend the time. That's awesome. I enjoyed no. it. Thank you. No, and, and, and maybe after I read your book, we'll talk again. Absolutely. I'll have a couple ideas for you. Yes. I got awesome. to share them with you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, when is this going to be aired so I can tell my people and I put a link up on my website? Um, it will be... You can send me the link. Oh, I'll send you the link, of course. But it will probably be Thursday, uh, this upcoming Thursday. Whatever uh, date that is. April 1st? April 1st? <laughs> yeah. Is that Thursday? Oh, that would be... Uh, no, no, April 4th. April 4th, the following. No, no, I'm sorry, April 1st. Yes, you're, you're correct. I was thinking of March. That's awesome. That so this is going to be the April Fool's Day episode. Okay, totally. That's, that's hilarious. Please, yeah, please send me the link. I'd like to uh, shoot people over there from my Instagram. And absolutely, Facebook, absolutely. Thank you so okay. much. I had a lot of fun talking to you. Okay, me too. Bye now. All right, bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. The only thing I'll point out, and I feel terrible doing it, because I was too... You don't correct people. Am I weird? You you tell me. Contact me if I'm weird. But if someone's getting your name wrong, you just go with it. My name's not Mike. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason that I connected with Mike. If, uh, you know, she could have, she, and, and, and there could be, I've, I've known many mics in my life, got a cousin, I've got a, uh, no, I've got other mics 
in my life who even who have passed away who uh, have meant things to me, but I'm, I'm not Mike. I, I wasn't sure if she was saying Mac at first, but now nah, I'm pretty sure she was calling me Mike. Anyways, I'm too polite to correct people. And I still want to have her back on my show because she was fun. And I feel like we let a lot... Uh, left a lot on the table. She could totally roast me. Uh, by the way, we were on camera, so she was actually complimenting my appearance, by the way. I, I don't know who's watching this who's curious about that, but I just want to make clear. <laughs> and to make it clear, as I'm chewing ice, this is great podcasting. As I'm chewing ice. North Florida differences. It's not that they're dumb, by the way. It's just like life priorities are so different. They can tell us so much more about coyotes and horses and all that shit. And we're like, yeah, but what does that have to do with me going to the beach, dude? Uh, you playing football or what? So, hey, shout out to Gilchrist County. But it, it was, to be quite honest, I like the whole idea of a getaway where you can go. I did this. I don't know why I'm saying the whole idea. I did this. Where you go away and you, you lose the noise of the city. And not that St. Petersburg is a big city. But, you know, you get to just explore wilderness a little bit. Things are simpler. Like, you you know, here if I don't lock my door, I assume a homeless person is going to walk in. Up there, you don't lock your door because why the fuck would you lock your door? What are you, some crazy psychopath? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a thing. And it's, uh... I don't know, I woke up, so 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 Friday night, Saturday night, sorry, I'm really rambling here. And I might do it for a while, because, you know, this is my podcast, I can do what the fuck I want. Yeah? <laughs> I think Nicole told me I should be more confident. I don't know if she actually told me that, but I'm going to pretend that she did. And I don't think you'll go back and check. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I made myself laugh too much. Um, but no, I woke up both more. I, I drank a lot. Friday night, I drank, you know, a, a good amount. And I was the first one awake. And I they got a basketball hoop in their driveway, which is, you know, a mile away from civilization. And I just shot, shot hoops, man. Took me a while to calibrate because I haven't played basketball in... I don't know, between three to 17 years. I, I don't even know. Um, and the next day, you know, I may have, uh, you know, well, I'm on keto, so I couldn't, uh, you know, eat a gummy or anything like that. Wink, wink. I couldn't do that. But maybe, you know, whatever. And... <laughs> And I, I started drinking at noon, and I still was up until 2 a.m. My brother and I were, were talking about uh, comedy and uh, 
Netflix series and all that kind of stuff. Man, it was fun. It was fun. And there was no outside... I don't know. There was just a, a clearing... There's There was no options. So it... Uh, everything was good. It was nice. And then I get to talk to an empath. Uh, and again, I'm going to ignore the fact she called me Mike and focus on the fact that she thought I was good looking. I think that's nice. <laughs> I was a loud motorcycle that went by. Uh, so anyways, this is a lot of rambling. You're probably not listening to this because I'm not talking to Nicole anymore. And it seems like you shouldn't be. But again, Nicole might be another guest that I invite on again because I had other questions, but I kept her way too long and I feel terrible about it. Uh, but again, she felt... I'm I'm so glad that she was having fun talking to me that, that I could keep her long, but I feel terrible that I did. So we'll start having guests part two coming up because we've already had a couple that people have told me need to come back on the podcast. And you know what? If you think people should come back on the podcast, Jesus Christ, message me, email me, text me, call me. Thank you, Aunt Janet. Uh Seriously, uh, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> Please text me, call me, let me know if you like ones or you want other people on. And I will remain intentionally ignorant, so some of the podcasts will be about comedy, and some of them will be about things of which I've remained intentionally ignorant. I'm not stupid. I've chosen to remain intentionally ignorant about certain things. That's the deal. If you think I'm stupid, you, you come on. You can come on my podcast. I welcome you. <laughs> Anyways, I've got a bunch more guest lines up, lined up, coming up soon, uh, including a, a pretty significant comedian, a good friend of mine, and a band that won a competition that's going to be headlining a festival or playing at a festival maybe headlining i don't know i don't know how music works they make noises and they make your body move right anyways hope you'd enjoyed it nope i didn't say that right hope you enjoyed it and i hope you enjoy the next one share with a friend like subscribe blah 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 peace